0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org.
1: What's missing in the lives of those who, knowing God's promises, confessing God's promises, and who should be living a blessed and prosperous life, always seem to fall short of the best God has to offer, especially in today's high-technology world where knowledge abounds, but wisdom is sorely lacking. It seems they simply just don't know how to apply godly wisdom when it's needed. Even though God's Word is filled with references to wisdom's power and benefits, Christians continue to make life. life-changing, oftentimes harmful decisions without consulting God. Yet God makes wisdom easy to find, telling us in His Word, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who freely gives to all. In this powerful six-day series, Wisdom from the Throne Room of the Father, pastor addresses some basic truths. What and how important is wisdom? Where does it come from? And how best can we get it operating in our lives? Here's Pastor Ray with Answers About Godly Wisdom.
2: Wisdom is something that we must desire. Wisdom is something that we must be seeking. Wisdom isn't just going to fall on you just because you're a believer. Wisdom, I know a lot of Christians that have a lot of zeal and a lot of enthusiasm but have absolutely no wisdom. And I've seen them screw things up, screw people up and hurt people, do all kinds of things because they've got zeal. But they do not have any wisdom connected to it. The Bible says get wisdom. In other words, we must be seeking. We must be hungering. We must be developing this wisdom that God offers us from the word of God. That's why he says go get it. Don't just expect it to fall on you. Go seek it. Go get it. Go get wisdom and get understanding. Because if you put that wisdom with the knowledge that you have from the word of God and the things of God, man, you are going to do awesome things in your life. You're going to walk right through the difficulties. You're going to walk right through the difficult circumstances and situations. You're going to know what to do because you're hooked up to heaven. You're hooked up to the word. And you're going to know what this is. But you've got to get it. You've got to seek it. Like I said before, you know, uh, starting this church, I had absolutely no training, no understanding. Man, I had to get some wisdom. I had to figure out. I mean, I had people waiting for me and calling on me and, and situations coming up and asking my advice. I'm like, I, I have no idea. But I couldn't tell them, I couldn't tell them that I didn't have any idea. I had to I had to pray and seek and go to the Word and God give me wisdom in this circumstance or this situation. So he says, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. Now listen to verse seven. Wisdom is the principal thing. Wow. Wow. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. I love being around people that have wisdom. And I hate being around people that don't. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And yeah, some of these are good people, they love God, they, you know, they mean well, but boy do they lack wisdom in in what they do in life. You know, in their own personal lives and how they interact with other people. I love being around people that have wisdom and they just know how to deal with people, they know how to deal with circumstances. They just seem to always make the right decision. anybody know what I'm talking about? They just always seem to know the right decision. Why? Well, well, the difference is, is that people like that, they're seeking wisdom. They're not just reactors. Thank you, Lord. They're not just reacting to life, to everything that life throws and people throw, and circumstances that come their way. They're not reacting. They're sitting back, standing back, halting, getting into the presence of God, getting back into the Word, crying out to God for wisdom. And then when they have the peace, they respond to the situation. I love being around people that have... Thank you for the one hand clap. Where are the rest of you tonight? You see. So he tells us to, to hunger for it. Get it. Go seek it. Desire wisdom. And I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw out some things here. I believe that one, uh, we'll talk about ways to get wisdom because the Bible outlines. But I'm just going to throw this out. One of the very first things, the ways to get wisdom in your life, seek it. Desire it. Hunger for wisdom in your life. Seek wisdom. Go get it, just like the Bible is telling you. And, and and that's like one of the first ways to get wisdom. You want you want to be see see, you don't just want to be a person of faith. <laughs> you want to be a person of great wisdom. Because according to what we just read, wisdom is the principal thing. People don't want to be around somebody that just has a whole lot of knowledge. I've been around a lot of people that have a whole lot of knowledge. And you know, they have no wisdom, so that knowledge does not work for them. They know what to do, they know, but they have no wisdom, and they just can't get that knowledge to really work for them because they lack the wisdom. Now, God has a way. you know. The Word outlines for us how to get wisdom, and we're going to talk about that. We're kind of bumping up against it right now. But right here, he says, get it. Seek for it. Hunger for it. Get understanding. And it's tied to the Word of God because he first says... Um, let, you, uh, let your heart retain my words. Keep my commands. So the word is the source of wisdom. Right here. That's why you've got to be in the book. And, and I believe you ought to meditate in, in the book of Proverbs. Because this is the book of wisdom. This is going to give you direction for life. Everything you need for life is found in this, in this book right here. Is everybody with me? Why do I feel like I'm just preaching myself to right. right. So... So, he says, again, verse 7, wisdom is a principal thing, therefore get it, seek for it, hunger for it. And in all you're getting, you'll get understanding. Understanding is going to come out of seeking for wisdom. Exalt her, listen, exalt what? Everybody say wisdom. Exalt wisdom. In other words, let wisdom, let this pursuit and hunger for wisdom let it be primary, and let it be first and foremost in your life. And it says here, wisdom will promote you. Why will wisdom promote you? Because in you're dealing with people, you're going to make right decisions. I've seen people do the dumbest, most stupid things in dealing with people, especially in business. Unbelievable stuff. Because they're thinking like the world, and they're not thinking kingdom thoughts. And they respond, or they react rather... In a worldly fashion, instead of responding by the dictates or the directions or the directives of the word of God. And I've seen them make dumb decisions and dumb things. You see. He says you exalt wisdom and wisdom is going to promote you. If you're hungering after wisdom and you make good, wise choices in life, wisdom is going to see that you get promoted Like I said before, I love to be around someone who's wise, who's got not a wise guy, you understand that. We're not talking about a wise Nyimer. You know, I'm talking about someone who walks in the wisdom of God. You can trust that person. You can appreciate that person. You respect that person because you, you realize how how highly they hold up wisdom because everything they do, they're not reactors, they're responders and They use wisdom. How is this going to affect this? How is this going to affect that person? How is this going to affect my relationship? Everybody listening to me, how is this going to affect the way people perceive me? That's using wisdom. Many times, you know, we've got to talk to somebody. You know, the idea is not to just cut somebody's legs out from under them. That's not wisdom. That's stupidity. You see, now one of the things that I try to teach the staff and people that work here, is that there are all kinds of people that, that show up in church. And our, our responsibility is to get them all fitted in some way and get them working, so they can feel a part of what we're doing. So I like to use this analogy. If a builder goes out to build a house, first thing he does is he calls the lumber yard, they build the foundation, they call the lumber yard, and the lumber yard drops a, a whole load of um, lumber, and the, the carpenter now, the professional, the builder, he goes through that pile of lumber and board by board, he begins to erect a house. Now he picks up a board and he looks at it, some boards are crooked, some are cracked, some are too long, some are too short, some have holes in them, some are a little warped this way or that way, some go this way, some go that way, now if that carpenter took every one of those boards and tossed them out and said, no good, no good, no good, what would he have left? He'd have no wood to build the house. And that's exactly how it is with people. The expert carpenter will take every piece of wood that's given to him and he will make it fit into that structure properly. Because he knows how to manipulate it He knows how to bend it, shape it, do whatever he needs to do to get it to fit into the structure. That's called wisdom. Is everybody with me? That's called wisdom. Now you apply that analogy to your life and to wherever you uh, you work or whatever you do in your life and you'll see that same analogy will work. You can't just throw everything out. You can't just chop everything to pieces. Wisdom makes it work. Wisdom... We'll know how to take something and make it work. Wow, is that powerful. That's why it says that, that's why it says that you exalt wisdom and wisdom will promote you. You'll become valuable to, uh, you know, to the world, to, to your people, your, your employer, to your company, your business, whatever. You'll become much more valuable because you're working and operating in a high level of wisdom. It so says she'll bring you honor when you embrace her. Wisdom will. Wisdom is going to bring you honor when you embrace it. In other words, people are going to honor you and respect you because they recognize you as a person of wisdom. Not just one who's impetuous, just flies off the handle, does things off the cuff, you know, doesn't think about how things affect other people or my relationships with others or how I'm going to be perceived. a, A person who embraces wisdom walks very, very carefully through life through the stages of life and through the places of life and doesn't just destroy things along the way. Wow, am I speaking to anybody here? That's why it says that wisdom, wisdom will bring you honor because when a person sees, sees you operating in wisdom, they're going to honor you, respect you, esteem you because they recognize you as a person of wisdom. And often I've had to say that. And that's a good thing for you to teach your children. And and when you when you correct your child you know, what you ought to do is look and say, that's not a wise choice. That's not wisdom. Think about it. That's not what you're doing right. That's not wisdom. Or that choice you're making is not a wise choice. You are wise. You have wisdom that's given to you by God. You have the ability to make correct choices. Wow. And make good decisions. And make right decisions that will profit you. And advance you. And bring people to you. And to help you. To build the life and the dream and the vision that you have can't happen apart from wisdom. And I wonder sometimes in the body of Christ, where is all the wisdom? I see zeal, I see enthusiasm, I see knowledge of the word. But sometimes I see wisdom lacking. Why? Because we're not hungering for wisdom. Because wisdom is going to slow us down. Wisdom is going to cause us to take a second look. Wisdom is going to cause us to back off a little bit. And to consider our surroundings and consider other people. Wisdom, and the Bible says that wisdom, get wisdom, because wisdom is the proper application of knowledge. And without wisdom, you're you're going to be like a you're going to be like a loose cannon. Did you ever hear that term? That person's a loose cannon. That person may be a very very good person. That person may have a right heart. That person may not mean to be a loose cannon, trying to hurt somebody or do something or just be shooting off the you know. That person lacks wisdom. You get wisdom, you get honor. You get wisdom, you get promotion. You get wisdom, and you're going to see your dreams and desires and your life come together. So she says in verse 9, or he says in verse 9, She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings, and the ears of your life will be many. I have taught you in my way of wisdom. Wisdom. I've led you in right paths. You know, he says here, uh, there's so much here. In verse 10, he said, hear my son, verse 10 again. Hear my son, receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. It's amazing how many people know the word of God, but don't walk in it. That's very unwise. We wonder why we end up sick, broke. Because we're not using wisdom. We don't use wisdom with money. We don't use wisdom with our health. We don't use wisdom with the resources that God has given us. And we end up, wonder why we're always at the bottom end of the stick and why some are progressing. Because the ones that are progressing are the ones who are using wisdom in every decision that they make. It amazes me, and I don't mean to get into like finances and all that, but it amazes me the dumb decisions that people make with money. Because they lack wisdom. And sometimes they just back off. And, and we're going to talk about it. Because one of the ways you get wisdom. Is through godly counsel. But people don't want counsel. Because everybody knows what they're. You know everybody already knows what they're going to do. People, that's, see that's one of the things that's changed. Years ago. Many years ago. You know, people wouldn't make life changing decisions. Until they really talked to somebody. They wouldn't just go out and do stuff. They would get counsel. What do you think about this? Pray with me. Let's talk about this. Today, it's like, forget about it. Everybody's just doing their own thing. Because, and, and that just shows a tremendous lack of wisdom. But when you have wisdom, you're gonna make good, good choices. And you can't, just, you can't just muster up this wisdom in yourself. It comes by the word. We're gonna talk about all the ways you can get wisdom. But it, you know, some of them, it comes by the word, it comes by godly counsel, it comes through prayer comes to asking God for it there are many many ways and they all interconnect and they all are intertwined um, and this is how you, you get wisdom this is how I've lived my life it's why I talk to uh, people I, I try to always engage people that know more than I do have gone places that I'm trying to get to and, and, it, and I try to get with people who are doing better than I am and sometimes I have to submit to their <laughs> to their wisdom because I lack wisdom in some of those areas the Bible says very clearly, you exalt wisdom in your life, it's going to promote you. It's promoted me. Now, I'm not professing to be the wisest person in the world, but I have I've embraced this idea of wisdom. I have always, in my years of ministry, have sought to act with wisdom. I haven't always done it. I've missed it along the way. Uh, a few times. Maybe many times. But I've learned that wisdom is absolutely necessary if I'm going to make good, good choices. And and really build a life of quality and get to my dreams and visions and have friends you know, along the way. Come on, is everybody with me? So let's just finish out these verses. I've taught you in my way of wisdom, 11. I've led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. Wow. And when you run, you will not stumble. Take, now listen, take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Take firm hold of instruction. So wisdom comes from instruction. Wisdom comes from learning experiences. Learning from the experiences of your own life and learning from the experiences of others' lives. When I set out to do ministry, the very very first thing that I tried to do is to connect myself with people who I trusted and could help me. Um, you know, along the way, in part to me, what I needed along the way, those are called spiritual leaders, and that 's how I got through and, and asked them questions and watched their lives and how God worked in them, and then tried to use the same principles that they were practicing along the way i 've tried to pick up wisdom from people who are ahead of me. That's what you ought to do in your arena of life. Whatever your arena of life is, whatever sphere of influence you have, that's what you ought to do in your business, in work, or wherever it be. Because you may have knowledge, but if things aren't working, it's probably because you lack the wisdom. You know what to do, but you don't know the how and the when. You don't know exactly exactly how to do this. You know what needs to be done, but you don't know how to get it done. That's called wisdom, and God will give you wisdom. Is this helping anybody here tonight? So, so I told, like I said before, I told my, my, my pastor friend, you can't fix every problem with one tool. You need multiple things in, in your toolbox, multiple ways. I try to teach this to leaders. You have a certain personality, I have a certain personality. My personality wants to deal with things in a certain way. But I found out over the course of time that I can't let my personality drive the way I deal with things. Because along the way, I lost a lot of good friends are good people because of my personality and my abruptness in dealing with things. Now, sometimes you gotta be abrupt, but wisdom will tell you when. Wisdom will give you the right time to be abrupt, but then sometimes you gotta be gentle. Sometimes you have gotta be more understanding. Sometimes you gotta cut people slack. Sometimes you gotta, you know, be stronger, right? And, and just like every decision that you make in life, sometimes they're quick decisions. Sometimes it's better that you hold back and don't make a quick decision. I can't tell you how many, how many people along the way, I saved them from financial disaster because they were gonna jump into, a, you know, into buying a house, for instance. This has happened a number of times. People buy a house and they have no idea about mortgages or, or prevailing interest rates, the difference between a fixed mortgage and a variable rate mortgage. And he says, I'm buying a house. And because they didn't get any wisdom over it, they went and made dumb decisions. Some of those same people lost houses or went into foreclosure or you know, destroyed them because they didn't have wisdom. Why? Why didn't they have wisdom? Because they didn't get any instruction because they think they know it all. One of the ways to kill wisdom in your life is be a know-it-all. Close yourself out and up to any input from any Reliable spiritual leader or spiritual person, just shut it out, and you will be a person who has closed out instruction, and you will be one who will find yourself walking far from wisdom. You will not be walking in wisdom when you shut out understanding or instruction. You need to get instruction, seek it, desire it, glean from people. I've gleaned wonderful things from people in the world, things that they've learned. I want to learn how they did that. And then I apply it to the kingdom of God and to kingdom principles. I make sure that it lines up with kingdom principles. If it lines up with kingdom principles, I just tuck it in in my bag of wisdom. And pull it out when I need it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? See, because, let me give you this verse. And we're going to finish up here. I'll get you out of here in a minute. Jesus said this, behold, Matthew 10, 16. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves." Therefore, be as wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So Jesus commands us to go out into the world and be wise, not stupid. He calls, he, he tells us, go out and be wise as a serpent, but, but be as gentle as a dove. A dove. He's, call, he's he's telling us that we need to operate in wisdom. And yet, I've seen over the course of time, so many Christians lack that, that part That wisdom part. Knowledge, yes, but not the wisdom, not the how and the when. Not knowing the right tool to use in the bag. There's a big difference. I know this has got to be fixed and I want to fix it or I got to take care of this thing, but not knowing the right tool to use. I don't know much about tools, but I've learned being a homeowner, because you can't call somebody for everything. I've learned over the course of time, there are certain tools for certain jobs. Before if there's something loose, I just pull out a hammer, start banging on it. Found out you can break things, and you had a bigger mess on your on your hand. Sometimes, you know, something's loose, it may not need a hammer, it may need a screwdriver. You can't hammer in a screw and you can't screw in a nail. A nail needs a hammer and a screw needs a screwdriver. But if you don't have the understanding, if you don't have the knowledge, you're not going to have the wisdom on using knowing what tool to use at the appropriate time.
0: Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors.